0: I am Pamela Susan, doctoral researcher at the Institute for Employment Research here at the University of Warwick. I do research mainly on career transitions, social networks, and adjustment into a new job. My interest in this topic comes from observing and reading that in the last 20 years, people have been making changes in their careers much more often. Fewer people stay with one employer for life, and if they do, they hope to change roles regularly. So there are many changes across organizations, there are people who study one degree, and after practicing that profession for some years, decide to do something else, others become entrepreneurs. So in general, what we see is that people are becoming agents of their careers, and change has become very frequent in people's working lives. At the same time, organizations need to keep flexible, and this may require their employees to change their roles or to change their conceptions of how they thought their career paths would be. Considering this, the first research project I did with other colleagues was looking into how advice networks were related to individuals changing their career orientation in the context of an organization requiring this change. Advice networks refer to those contacts in the workplace to whom individuals go for information and advice on their work. The organization we were looking at was a university, asking their researchers to not only do basic research as they used to, but to engage actively with the community and do applied research. There were new policies, such as the creation of technology transfer offices, and new incentives, such as funding attributed to those who followed the new career orientation. However, some did and others did not. We discovered that those individuals with more diverse advice networks, meaning that they had advisors belonging to different research groups, and advisors who did not know each other, were more likely to make the change. This may be due to a cognitive flexibility factor, meaning that those individuals with more diverse networks had a broader perspective on their careers and could be more flexible about it. At the same time, there may be a practical factor, suggested that non-redundant advisors may expose the individual to more opportunities and projects to get involved in the new orientation. At the same time, we observed that senior employees would be influenced by the behavior of individuals in their informal advice network, so if most people in their network change, they would as well. However, junior employees would copy the behaviors of people in their formal workgroup and not of their informal advice networks. Probably, among other factors, the need to build a professional identity at early stages may limit the number and diversity of advisors, since such diversity could confuse and distress young professionals. Following this research, my interest grew into how people adjust to new roles. Adjusting to new jobs is very difficult, as new skills are required, new relationships need to be built, there is a lot of learning to be done in a short period of time. And it is very important both for organizations and individuals, as adjustment is related to performance and intentions to quit. So, I am currently looking into how individuals experience the first months of a new role, focusing on how they learn form their new social networks needed to get information and perform, and cope with the stress associated with the change. Twenty-four MBA graduates who changed jobs in the following two years after the MBA have participated in the research. I interviewed them once, they kept unstructured diaries for three months, and then we met again. Some of the preliminary and very general findings include that social network formation is much influenced by physical proximity and knowing people from before. If the person is changing inside the same organization, previous work contacts will usually turn into friendship relationships and provide strategic information about the organization. Having a clear role is also very important for network development, as this allows others to know why and how to approach the newcomer and gives the newcomer reasons to contact others. Regarding stress coping, the first months are characterized by mixed feelings with enthusiasm and anxiety being the most prevailing ones. However, as months go by, feelings get either more positive or more negative. Negative ones prevails when reality does not match expectations and when individuals feel bad about their overall careers. Positive ones are stronger when individuals feel they start to master the new role and learn to cope with those situations that used to provoke anxiety and frustration. I am right now working on the analysis of this data, looking to provide ideas for both newcomers and managers to facilitate the adjustment process and to advance our knowledge on career transitions and socialization processes.